We'd like to advise our listeners, today's story discusses sexual assault allegations and may be uncomfortable or triggering for some. If this isn't the right time for you to listen, please take care of yourself. You know, Brooke, I think it's time. Time to turn up? It's always time to turn up, but I'm talking about writing my memoir. Wow. Okay. Thought we agreed to do that together, but um, I assume you've been inspired to spill all your secrets just like Katie Couric's doing with her new book. Yeah. Well, actually, it's more because I want to see if I can actually remember something from my life. Mm -hmm. But I am interested in reading Katie's book because she has got a lot of insider tea to spill. Yeah, I mean, she hosted the Today Show for years with Matt Lauer, who is Mm -hmm. one of the first big names to be Me Too'd. Yeah, and you know there's going to be some dirt to dish there. And possibly some things to own up to. Yeah, a lot of things to own up to. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Wednesday, October 20th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help on the phone, or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. So TV legend Katie Couric wasn't on the Today Show back in 2017 when the Me Too movement brought down her former co-host Matt Lauer. She'd moved on years before, but it definitely brought her down some too. I mean, you don't sit next to a serial harasser and possible sex criminal for almost a decade without having the controversy rub off on you, too. So now Katie's got a tell-all book coming out that promises the truth about her career and the sometimes rocky road she's traveled. Yeah, so Katie's new book is called Going There, and it's hitting shelves next Tuesday, October 26th. And apparently she's got a lot to say. It's almost 500 pages. Mm -hmm. And Katie says the book will not hold back on dishing the dirt. Recently, Katie went on her old show, and 
NBC's Today Show to talk about the book and told host Savannah Guthrie that she couldn't imagine writing something that wasn't honest and radically transparent. She also said, I didn't want to do a victory lap or my greatest hits. I've had an extraordinary life, incredible opportunities. I've had huge successes. I've had some pretty public failures, too. Yeah. Katie has a lot of inside info to spill. I mean, you would, too, if you start on the number one morning show for 15 years. Yeah. She's interviewed everyone, celebrities, world leaders, the mega rich and powerful, and also ordinary people who've done amazing, inspiring things. Yeah. You know, classic morning show stuff. Right, exactly. I mean, she started co-hosting on The Today Show back in 1991 and kept it going into the 2000s. Then in 2006, she left to do something no woman had ever done before, which was anchor one of the big three networks' national newscasts, and she did it solo. So she sat in the anchor chair of the CBS Evening News for five years, and then she left in 2011 when her contract wasn't renewed. And apparently it was reported that ratings didn't meet expectations. Yeah, which I don't know. I feel like no matter who's hosting, who wants to watch the news? I mean, it's just awful. Seriously. (laughs) Um, But at the height of her Today Show work, Katie was right there next to her co-host, Matt Lauer, five days a week. So... Obviously, there's going to be some stuff to say about that. Yeah. I mean, this is clearly the thing people are most interested in hearing about in her new book. I mean, it's really juicy. Um, Katie was understandably very close with Matt during their time together on Today. And in her book, Katie says Matt exuded decency and kindness on and off camera and said he was less of a chauvinist than the host before him, Bryant Gumble, which is a lot to unpack. Right. Because... Still a chauvinist. Like, right. I mean, it's not like they're both chauvinists and that's still not good. Also, let's just point out that, of course, he exuded decency and kindness. These people always do. Like they come off so sweet and caring and then they're Mm -hmm. just shysty. That's how they're able to get away with it. Yep. And Katie claims she didn't know what was truly going on with Matt while he was on the show. But she does admit now to hearing rumors According to her, she knew Matt was a player, even though he was married. I mean, get a divorce. (sighs) Jesus. Um, Apparently, there were incidents on set like Matt accidentally messaging the wrong producer and asking her to wear that skirt that came off so easily and spread butter on her thighs. Oh, my God. I... (laughs) Like, who? I can't even process. Like, this is so gross. Like, come on. Spread butter on your own thighs, Matt. Come on. But Katie admits that her and her colleagues were pretty eager to look the other way about that kind of stuff. She said the general attitude at the time was it's none of your business. She also said there was a don't ask, don't tell culture where anything goes and everything did. Assuming Matt was having a consensual fling, I didn't even consider talking to the young employee about it and embarrassing her. I <laughs> Just big sigh. I know. That's all I have for that. Because it's just, I'm glad the conversation is shifting. Like, I'm glad we are calling this out because this kind of thing is not unique to the Today Show. No. It was everywhere. And it's also not unique to that time because this stuff is still going on. Like, there's still that attitude of, oh, it's none of my business. It's like, make it your business. Yeah. And though Katie had been gone from the Today Show for more than a decade when Matt was outed and fired for years of gross sexual misconduct, she says she had a really difficult time dealing with it. Mm -hmm. 
So Matt was accused of sexually harassing multiple women on set, and even some consensual relationships with his female colleagues were noted as problematic for the clear power Matt held over their careers. Yeah. And after he was fired, Katie says the whole scandal took her a long time to process because she didn't know that side of Matt. Mm -hmm. She says she knew Matt as kind, considerate, and a great colleague, just how the public perceived him to be. Mm -hmm. But as she learned the truth... Obviously, all of that changed. And she says he ultimately turned out to be two very different people. She also said it was all disturbing, distressing and disorienting to her. And it was completely unacceptable. Any woman at the Today Show experienced this kind of treatment. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was disturbing, distressing and disorienting to his victims. But yeah. OK. Yeah, think. Yeah. I mean, understandably, this is not enough for a lot of people. Katie's receiving some pretty pointed criticism after recent first looks of her book showed she felt sorry for Matt after he was fired. Mm. So according to her book, after the scandal broke and Matt was fired, Katie texted him and said, I'm crushed. I love you and care about you deeply. I'm here. Please let me know if you want to talk. There will be better days ahead. And... In staying on brand, Matt's reply to her was the blowing kisses emoji, which <sighs> Matt Lauer. <laughs> I Step mean, off, buddy. I don't Step off. Think anyone over the age of 16 really uses that. But Katie also writes, it felt heartless to abandon him. Someone who'd been by my side literally for so many years. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're trash, they're trash. Abandon them. She also says she's sad knowing now that Matt thinks she betrayed him. But then she also says, but he betrayed me, too, by how he behaved behind closed doors at the show we both cared about so much. Yeah. I mean, I I know it's easier said than done, but I wouldn't give a flying rat's ass about what (laughs) Matt thinks and if I betrayed him or not. But that's just me. Yep. Um, And in case anyone's wondering, Katie makes it very clear she is not close to Matt anymore. Yeah, so she wants to make sure we aren't misunderstanding her. The book highlights texts between her and Matt that seem to show how their friendship, as she says, devolved and ultimately deteriorated. So today she says they have absolutely no relationship. I mean, it's a tough one, right? Katie's a breakthrough woman in news, and for that, you have to give her props. Mm -hmm. I mean, the times she came through were extremely difficult for women. It wasn't just a glass ceiling. We're talking about a steel ceiling, and it was welded shut. Yeah. And I'm so glad it's just so much better now. I know. (laughs) But I feel like looking back, Katie's got to regret what she didn't do to help women Mm -hmm. who became her friend, Matt Lauer's targets of harassment and intimidation. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's what her book seems to be about. Like, I I think this is kind of her way of telling her side and maybe trying to change the narrative, but also take some responsibility. Which makes me wonder, though, Katie, is she just trying to set the record straight or is she trying to straighten out her legacy here? (sighs) Probably both, honestly. Yeah. Two birds with one stone. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what a good memoir will do. Well, I'll say this, Brooke. My memoir is going to make you look so good. Yeah, that's because I'm going to write it with you. (laughs) (laughs) People are going to be like, wait, I thought this was a memoir about Arisha. Why is only Brooke in this? funny best friend (laughs) from Wondery. I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss.
This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.